Hi everyone, this is John Hagedorn, and welcome to 1001 Stories for the Road, also known as Caffeine for the Curious, and your home for good old-fashioned entertainment. We're going to take you back to April 29, 1975, the day Bruce and his best friend Steve decided they were going to climb a wall. It was no ordinary wall, and neither one was sure what was on the other side. But it was 2 a.m. in the morning, and it was too late to turn back now. But before they make their move, we need to explain why they were there in the first place. Bruce was seven when he first saw Elvis rocking, bumping, and twisting on TV's Ed Sullivan Show in 1957. And from that day on, he was hooked on rock and roll for life. He talked his mom into buying him a guitar, and he tried and tried, but his fingers weren't long enough to handle the width of the fret. So he gave up the guitar and went into sports. But he followed Elvis through the ups and downs of his career, learning the songs, understanding what made them successful, and wanting very much to be the star that Elvis was. And Elvis wasn't just a star, he was the king. And now, 36 years later, here he was at 2 a.m. in the morning of April 29, 1975, outside the scrolled iron front gate at Graceland, a little hyped up after attending a big rock concert just hours ago in Memphis, his buddy Steve egging him on. He had an idea for a song that he wanted to share with Elvis. He sure as heck couldn't reach him by phone, so here he was. This was crazy. It was a clear spring night in Memphis. Beyond the gate he could see a light on the second floor, so he figured somebody had to be home. He assessed the height of the wall to either side of the iron gate, and figured he might just make it with a running start. He was born to run, he thought, chuckling to himself, and he started for the wall. At the same time, the security guard positioned in the woods near the house had been watching the gate. It wasn't unusual to see people there at all hours of the day and night. They would come and stand, or arrive drunk, getting loud, and he would walk up to the gate and ask them politely to leave if they went too far. Sometimes he would see them talking quietly, exchanging phone numbers, handshakes, and encouragement, knowing they all had one thing in common, hoping for a chance to meet Elvis. Very rarely, one or two would climb the wall, and this guard or other security people would politely escort them off the property. One time, as legend has it, two men made it to the pool and were enjoying a swim when Elvis appeared, said hello, asked them to stay cool, and wandered back inside. Then there were the invited visitors, among them his friend Richard Nixon's guest, Nikita Khrushchev, the Russian premier, who wanted to see how the wealthy lived in America, and singer-songwriter Paul Simon, who later dedicated the album Graceland in honor of his visit, as well as Paul McCartney of Beatles fame. There were many. But these two bumblers, the guard was thinking, were seriously looking at the fence and the wall. He had slipped out of the guard shack and he was standing in the cover of the trees near the house. He heard something behind him, probably an owl, he thought, and turned back, but the two men were lost from sight. Meanwhile, Bruce had leapt onto the wall and pulled himself up, stopping to help Steve up as well, and then, hoping that there were no Dobermans on the prowl, they sprinted toward the front door of the mansion. They rang the bell and waited for an answer. A man came to the door and opened it. He was quite awake and looked like he could handle himself. Probably security, thought Bruce. He said the first thing that came to his mind. Is Elvis home? He asked. We'd like to see him. 
The guard answered politely, I'm afraid that won't be possible. Bruce immediately jumped to his own defense. He blurted out the first thing that came to his mind. I'm a music artist. My picture has been on the cover of Time and Newsweek. I just finished a concert here in Memphis. I have a song idea for Elvis. Really? Well, he can't see you because he isn't here. He's in Lake Tahoe. I'm afraid you're going to need to leave the property. You're welcome to come back during visiting hours. By that time, the outside security guard had caught up and was standing behind the two trespassers. The guard inside said, This gentleman will be glad to escort you back to the gate. And so ended the April 29, 1975 gate-climbing incident at Graceland. Bruce and Steve returned to their careers and never did get a chance to meet Elvis and share that song idea. Elvis kept on touring until that fateful day two years later in August of 1977 when he died at home at Graceland. Today, over half a million people every year visit Graceland, the second most visited house in America after the White House. But Bruce and Steve don't need to as they were already there all those years ago and they're still pursuing their careers. Steve Van Zant as a very talented member of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. And, born to run, Bruce Springsteen, who never forgot the day he and Steve scaled the wall at Graceland. And he tells the audience the story sometimes just before he plays the song, Fire, which he thinks Elvis would have rocked. That was the song he wanted to share with the king. Truth is, Bruce, you do pretty well with it yourself. And the king is probably listening every time you play it. Thanks for joining us at 1001 Stories for the Road, where every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we release a new episode for your listening enjoyment. 1001 Stories for the Road was inspired by our big brother, 1001 Heroes, the research for which has turned up a treasure chest of great stories, too short for our typical 45-minute shows at 1001 Heroes. And these stories, averaging about 15 to 20 minutes each, needed a new home. So we created 1001 Stories for the Road. We're available 24-7 at iTunes, our terrific host, audioboom.com, and everywhere great podcasts are found. We have two other 1001 shows out there, and we encourage you to give them a try. Those are 1001 Heroes, Legends, Histories, and Mysteries, and 1001 Classic Short Stories and Tales. You can catch all our 1001 network shows and archives, including this one, at www.1001storiespodcast.com and we encourage your posts at facebook.com forward slash 1001 stories for the road we'll be back real soon
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.